Hey, hey, guys, here we are. Tour 12 Podcast. Who are you? No kidding. I'm back, folks. I'm back. They let me get back on the mic. That's awesome. Maybe one last time. (laughs) That's hilarious today. It seems like I haven't been on the podcast in forever. Dude, you've been all over the place. I know. Beach, traveling with your job. Yeah, yeah. Y'all been killing it, though. It's been been fun. Hey, we try to be way more... um, What's the word? Focused. We start with an idea and we're going somewhere. And you're going somewhere? <laughs> yeah. What was the last one was what, uh, getting started in the... In business. In the outdoor... Well, outdoor, or, but or business. just business in general. Yeah, I listen to that one. It's hard for me to listen sometimes going down the road because I'm like, I want to say this. Yeah. No, say this. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So we got me, Cody, as Heath would say, Cody the producer. Cody the producer, man. <laughs> Me, Jaden laughs every time he says that. Says and Cody the producer. Jaden actually calls me that now sometimes. <laughs> Finally, B Hunt's back on I'm the back, podcast. Maybe I'm back. And then we've got the one and only Matt Covington. What's up? What's up? <laughs> the behind the camera guy. That's right. So um, sounds like fun. So we're gonna do another fit session we got today. Fit, ses- fit session today. Yeah, yep. me, me and Heath would have done one of those. Again. Yeah, we, we talked about doing one of those, but we no. aren't necessarily qualified <laughs> to do a I fit session. I wish he was here so we could, you. Uh, so we could, because uh, pretty much the last one, he had some ideas and he was getting back into doing this and that. And How long ago was that? Yeah, it's been a few months ago. And I feel like he's still not, he's still not start. He's a non-starter. <laughs> he's still in the idea process of yeah, the whole still- fitness, <laughs> fitness category. Hey, that's where it starts in your mind. Right? Right. <laughs> Thinking about it. You got to execute you gotta though. Think about it for a long time first. <laughs> How long is too long? I, don't know. I guess a couple years. <laughs> At some point he, he called me one day. Um, hey man, you want to lose some weight? I was talking to him, me and him and Aaron were on the phone. He's like, you guys want to get in with me? We're going to eat these bars and lose weight. Oh gosh. <laughs> I didn't start. So start that. He I don't know if either. he did either. But he didn't either. <laughs> That's At hilarious. All. So no. I've, I've been running a lot and doing some kettlebell workouts. Sweet. In fact, Sunday I ran six and a half miles. It was awesome. Sweet. And got MB Covington over here. Pounding the pavement, trying to get into running a little bit. He so. told me yesterday, he's like, "I think I've passed that that crux where you start to love running." That's what he said. Oh, you love it now. I'm gonna say you gonna like. go love. I'm gonna say you're like. like. You're dating running. Now. <laughs> I'm dating you're not running. in love with no, it. No, I'm not in love but you're yet. You're dating running. Yep. Yeah. And what about you, B? What you been up to? Oh, running the CrossFit gym. Doing other work stuff. Have you been working out at the CrossFit well, gym? So I, I, this past week, I've been on vacation at the beach with the family, and I did not do one single thing while I was there. Which is pretty normal when I'm on vacation. I'm not. I'm not the go on vacation workout because I work out pretty much every day the rest of the year. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my break. Um, but yeah, I did work out yesterday uh, for the first time. How how that about go? A week and a half, and I, it was rough. <laughs> It was rough. Was it tough? Uh, tough wide? It was not. It was like kettlebell. Oh, really? It was like kettlebell swings and burpees. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad at all, but it felt bad. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was like twenty thirty ten kettlebell swings and burpees. <laughs> That's <time>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but and I mean the, the running and stuff that kind of goes along with what we we're going to talk about today, which was functional fitness versus Ooh. I'm going to call it conventional fitness, but more or less bodybuilding type 
working out, you know, isolation movements. And that's what you would consider conventional. Why don't you conventional, you know, buys, tries, chest, you know, working body parts and stuff. I struggle with that. I get so bored. With isolation movements like that. I got you. And what's the difference and what's the benefits of one versus the other? So describe functional fitness. So functional fitness is going to be, uh, stuff that you could do in the gym that would mimic things that you would do in real life okay so like deadlifting okay picking up stuff off the ground we do it every day mm-hmm. deadlifting trains you for picking up stuff off the ground squatting trains you for stuff we do every day i mean you have to squat every day sit and share you know um running if somebody gets after you, you need to know how to run. <laughs> <laughs> what is the likelihood? <laughs> That's hilarious. A lot of pulling, any like compound joint movements, mm-hmm. you know, functional stuff that's going to get large muscle incorporation from different parts of your body all at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that's how I train. Um, I, there's a lot of benefits to that. There's benefits to isolation training also. Um I just the older I get, the more into the functional camp I fall. Do you do you think that that's better long term? The functional training yes. long term for your body? I do, I do. What about you, Matt? Because you do a lot of Matt the does a lot of isolation. yeah. I do a lot of the isolation, old school bodybuilding type movements, and it's more fun to me. But I would definitely, I can feel that I'm starting to get sore mm-hmm. when I when I get finished and the, the functional fitness is definitely more of a long term mm-hmm. for your body. And, 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 and everybody has a different goal with what they're wanting out of the type of workout they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on what that goal is. My goal is to be in the best shape I can be all the time to do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really worried about my body composition or what it looks like, or if I got big shoulders or big, big arms or anything like that. I want to do, What's going to put, give me the the freedom to do whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it, and I don't have to train to go do it. I'm mm-hmm. always in good enough shape or physical condition to go do whatever I want to do. If I want to run a 5K tomorrow, then I can go run a 5K tomorrow. If I want to go on an elk hunt in Colorado, I don't have to ramp up or do anything different. Then I'm, I'm just, I'm always there. Mm-hmm. I'm always ready. Um, so that would probably be the greatest benefit of functional, functional fitness. fitness. I mean, and and that's what, of course, I'm biased. I own a CrossFit gym, so I'm biased to that methodology of training. And 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 because it allows me to do that. I mean, by training that way, I'm feel like I'm always ready to do whatever I want to do. You know, if it is a a long backpack hunt or something like that. Maybe those first couple of days, I'm beat up a little bit, but I recover very fast, and it mm-hmm. doesn't take me very long to be at a high level of that. That makes sense. Um, but with the the aesthetic side of conventional training is why a lot of people do that type of training, because right. you're going to have more of an aesthetic effect. I say that a faster aesthetic effect mm-hmm. on your body doing conventional because you're isolating muscle groups in conventional training mm-hmm. or bodybuilding type training. You know, you're doing biceps, you're doing triceps, you're doing shoulders one day, you're doing chest one day, back one day, legs one day. 
and you're just working that body group with isolate multiple isolation movements and you get a lot more muscle breakdown Mm -hmm. doing that which grows a bigger muscle i mean that's all we're doing when we're working out is we're breaking down muscle and then your body rebuilds it and when it rebuilds it it rebuilds it either bigger or stronger Mm -hmm. okay with conventional training you're going to get bigger and stronger you're going to because you're breaking that muscle down so much and Mm -hmm. it builds back just stronger than it was before Mm -hmm. with conventional training what i like about it is because i'm not looking to be big i i want to be mobile but still strong so a lot of our movements that we do are squats deadlifts big body strength movements but we do them in lower reps and heavy heavy weight like you know five sets of three three sets of five eight sets of one and that will build strength, but it without size. So you're building a denser muscle, mm-hmm. but it doesn't swell up as much, and you don't gain a bunch of size by it, which that's what I'm looking for because I want to be still mobile because when you have a large, lar- the larger your muscles are, the less mobile that you can be in those joints and things like that. Right. And, and having a smaller limber joint, smaller muscle, with more strength that just adds stability to your body to handle loads in certain ways mm-hmm. you know awkward positions overhead positions things like that um i feel like it gives you a better base for that kind of that kind of stuff that you might see in everyday life mm-hmm. but i will use a lot of accessory isolation movements so my main workout stuff is going to be functional type movements and compound movements but then at the end of that workout i may add in some accessory stuff if i'm looking like i say i got a client that you know has weak shoulders or doesn't have much pulling strength or something like that i may add some dumbbell presses or some uh, uh dumbbell rows or something like that that will add to what we're already doing to help them to help their that. strength grow a little bit faster because you can grow strength pretty quick with the isolation uh, isolation type movements and then we can really focus on that pulling muscle or that pushing muscle that we're using so i'll incorporate that on the back end of a workout you know mm-hmm. to help increase that strength where we need it so for a guy who can't do a pull-up yeah what would, would you do the military press or what would you do shoulder press? No, or? so a pull, pull up's going to be a pulling movement. So I would add in some, you know, if I had a uh, like a lat pull down machine or something mm-hmm. with the bar that's wide mm-hmm. and that you can stack with stack weights with a pulley, mm-hmm. adds add that in at the end. That's going to increase a lot of times like in our gym we don't have that so what i'll do is i'll stick them in a band which is hanging from a pull-up bar pull the band and have them put a foot in that band oh and then do the pull-up and then the band band is helping assist but i I want that movement really strict and i want really focusing on the their lats or their pulling muscles uh dumbbell rows i use dumbbell or bent over dumbbell rows a lot Mm because that's a great movement to help with pulling strength Mm. And so, even bent over, like bent over barbell rows, is something I'll use a lot. Also, yep. I'm I'm not like super knowledgeable about conventional training or CrossFit functional fitness or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm just a go out there and sweat kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the reasons why I like to run because if I'm not sweating enough, I can push out harder mm-hmm. and then you know bring the sweat on. But 
Um, I think the re- one of the reasons why I don't like conventional lifting is because I have no idea what to do. You know, like if I'm at the house and I need a good workout, like the other day, mm-hmm. um, I told the boys, I was like, before we go fish, we're going to work out. And they're like, all right, dad, we'll do it. And I had four, it was me and three, my three older boys were out in the driveway mm-hmm. and we were doing jump ropes mm-hmm. and then we were doing sprints. Then we were doing burpees. Yep. We did three or four sets of that. And then we did and the next grouping was jump ropes. Then we did, we did a mountain climb, you know, like yep. all of these things mm-hmm. that are just, you know, things that you might do. And yeah. And that's all fun functional fitness i mean that's all you know the what i love about it is it's to do conventional training you need a weight room and weights and And you need to know equipment and you need to know how to use it and what the movements are with the functional fitness you can do any you can have a workout anywhere because it's body weight stuff it's running it's jump it's it's, i mean if you have a, a gym that has you know airdyne bikes rowing i mean it it incorporates every modality that you can think of mm-hmm. i feel like i'm the guy that people make fun of on youtube mm-hmm. working out at, at the gym like, <laughs> is he really doing that like that because <laughs> i don't know and so that's why i fall more towards the functional side mm-hmm. not on purpose but because of lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and whatever you do you can say this is why i did it yeah. <laughs> and it kind of makes sense you exactly know? so um that's where and, I fall. and you know y'all we've talked enough i mean I'm simple in my views on fitness is do more than you did yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can do that and sweat every day, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're doing way more than 80% of the population. If you just do that, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So let's talk about on like for somebody that's trying to lose weight, which, which is the better, um, uh, mode of exercise is it better to go conventional training when you're trying to drop weight or is it better to do functional or a mix i think both can be effective i know they can i mean i've seen it i've seen both be effective um with conventional training and and i i'm gonna kind of go back a little bit on some of the i'm not going back on it but to a certain point with conventional training your diet is going to be way more important than maybe with a high intensity functional movement type training to a point i'm going to say that to a point because (laughs) you're going to drop weight really fast when you just start doing high intensity functional training but you're going to drop weight to a point Mm -hmm. to a point to where your body is all right it's conditioned to this activity and it's using this fuel this way and over a six month to one year period you'll drop a lot of weight but you're going to drop it to a certain point if that certain point's where you want to be great mm-hmm. then you can keep eating what you're doing and, and all that but at that point you're either going to have to do one of two things you're going to have to increase the intensity which means go harder or heavier mm-hmm. or you're going to have to adjust your diet mm-hmm. to get past that point that's the problem for me i think is the diet because i'm putting in the the time mm-hmm but the diet is what's what's killing me. With conventional training, you're going to need to dial that diet in even more. a lot sooner to start seeing the weight drop off. I feel like yeah. Well, if you're you just, if you're just starting from scratch, anything you're going to do, you're going to drop weight fast. You're going to drop weight, mm-hmm. but there comes a point like if I'm trying to drop weight, I have to go. I either have to up my cardio or move mm-hmm. into a little bit of the functional fitness because mm-hmm. I've been lifting weights conventional for so, so long. long. Your body's conditioned. Yeah, to I'm it. there. I can go mm-hmm. in the gym and spend an hour lifting weights every day doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to drop weight unless I up my cardio or move mm-hmm. to more of a functional type where 
cardio acceleration is more mm -hmm. in your training. Absolutely. But you need both. You need strength training and cardio right. when you're trying to lose weight mm -hmm. because you need to build muscle because muscle uses more calories than fat. And so the more of that you have, then the the better you are at burning calories, mm -hmm. the more efficient your body becomes mm -hmm. at, at, at using fuel that you're putting in it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's junk fuel or good fuel, it does a better job when there's more muscle there. They're just processing mm -hmm. it out. So you need both strength training and conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, with conventional training, that looks like, okay, we're going in the weight room. We're going to do four sets of 10 on, you know, with buys and chest or tries and chest today. We're going to do, you know, bench press and uh tricep pull downs and whatever else then we're going to go in the cardio room and we're going to get on a treadmill and we're going to walk for 45 minutes mm. where in my space the crossfit or functional fitness space that looks like we're going to go into the class we're going to do a 10 minute warm-up get your heart rate up get you going then we're going to may depending on the day we may do some strength session which is let's say it's five sets of one on back squat heavy like 90 mm percent -hmm. of your one rep max mm -hmm. when you get done with that five sets of one you're obviously going to build up to that you're going to warm up to that with weight and then mm -hmm. when you start that five sets of one when you get done doing that you're out of breath exhaust yeah like you ran a mile yeah i mean when you do that one rep it's enough weight that it takes everything you've got mm. and then we may finish that with a 10 minute uh metcon of some kind you know that's more cardio based like burpees and kettlebell swings you know mm -hmm. you got functional movement you're just getting up and getting down off the floor mm -hmm. what a burpee is and then a kettlebell swing mm -hmm. so you're using a lot of multiple joints and muscle groups and things like that or it could look like we come in and we have a a, a longer warm-up session and then we have a 25 minute metcon or met metabolic conditioning workout mm -hmm. that incorporates you know four different movements it may have a barbell in it some running um whatever it may not have that strength portion in it but i'm getting all that done within an hour mm -hmm. or less and that's what drew me to that because that conventional style was taking me two hours in the gym to get everything I need that I could get in an hour in and out. I mean, the workout I did yesterday took six and a half minutes for me to do it. <laughs> and I was smashed for, you know, yeah. 45 minutes after. Yeah. I read a book um, when I, I trained for my first half marathon two years ago in November, or like the marathon, half marathon was in November. And I'd been doing CrossFit every day mm -hmm. for almost a year. And um, so I started that transition because, you know, you need to mm -hmm. you need to put in some long yeah, miles. You to, yeah, your joints are not used to that. Yeah, it, so I started doing that, and I kind of completely went away from CrossFit. And then about halfway through the training, I started reading a book. But I don't remember what the book was called or who it was by, but he was a CrossFit guy. Mm -hmm. um, you might even know what I'm I, talking I, about. I've heard this story before. But he started talking about instead of doing as many long runs mm -hmm. because those – really long runs are tough on your joints tough on your body kind of go back to the functional side you've obviously got to do some long ones but you got to go um, back to the functional side and just do a shorter run at twice the, the in intensity the intensity mm -hmm. one you get it done quicker mm -hmm. two it's not putting more strain on your body mm -hmm. as if you're doing a 
you know, if you're doing three miles at six and a half minute pace versus 10 miles at a 10 minute pace, that's yep. a lot longer pound. Absolutely. You know? so it was really interesting. Intensity is where the magic happens. Mm. The more intensity you can put into it, that's where the good comes from. The more you can push yourself, that's where the good comes yeah. from. Because when you push into that uncomfortable position, yeah. the next time you push into it, it's not as bad. Yeah. Well, now, think, it never stops because it should never stop. You should never get comfortable in what you're doing. If you're getting comfortable in what you're doing, then you're not growing. Yeah. You have to constantly push into that uncomfortable place. I think that's well, – I think you've already talked about working out on one of these podcasts. I can't remember, but we talked about doing it with an accountability partner mm-hmm. or somebody that, that'll push you. Just if, having somebody there doing it with you, whether it's, it's gonna push you staying in front of them or keeping up with them yeah. or whatever that looks like. Yeah. It makes you like I couldn't go I could I'm not the guy that could do cross I mean I could do CrossFit at my house by myself. Mm-hmm. I can do that. But you probably wouldn't push but yourself. I would there is absolutely hands down no way that I would push myself yeah. the way I do when I'm in a class with my peers, right? you know, and just like yesterday, first day back from vacation, if I would have done that at home, do you know how many breaks I would have took in that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it took me 10 minutes to do that workout. I shaved, you know, three and a half minutes off of it just because there was two people standing beside me. One I was trying to stay ahead of, one I was trying to keep up with, Yeah, you know, and that made me not put the kettlebell down when I wanted to put the kettlebell down. It made me not put my hands on my knees in the burpees and stop and breathe when I wanted to. It Mm -hmm. just made me keep going. Yeah. Just, I mean... It's not that big a deal. If I did, nobody's going to say it doesn't that. matter. But it's a psychological thing. But it's in my thing. mind, you know. It's it's a way to pace myself mm-hmm. and a way to measure what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. you know, try try and keep that intensity where it needs to be to keep growing. And yeah. even if you, I'm sorry, no, go ahead. Even if you don't have somebody right beside you physically, like with this whole running thing, I know that when I'm done, I'm going to text Cody, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to get on Cody's nerves talking uh, about running so much. Ain't but bother me <laughs> if I don't have that accountability partner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run a mile, get tired, and all right, I'm going home. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that in some future, in yeah. one of our future ones is is the community aspect and, and what all that, what are the benefits of that and mm-hmm. the partners and things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think most people don't push hard enough when, no. they're, when they're exercising. No. And I think that's another, you know, like I'm kind of giving all my struggles with the conventional side is one i don't know what i'm doing so i have to get online and look something up you know yep. so then my breaks go from two minutes to 10 minutes because mm-hmm. i'm googling and youtubing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and so so then i i don't feel like i got a good workout because i didn't push hard enough and yep. and so i think most people don't go hard enough no i mean and it's your body and your mind is screaming at you when it gets in that we we all have that that fight or flight type deal and and our our basic instinct is to get away from whatever it is it's uncomfortable and the whole time your mind's telling me telling you you're gonna die if -hmm. you don't stop yeah you know because you're out of air or whatever you'll pass out before you die (laughs) and and you'll be fine you'll come back to i mean you can't go you can't very few people can push themselves to the point where they're going to hurt themselves. Yeah. Can like not having enough air or something like that. Now you can go too heavy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I read something and it stuck with me forever about getting better at, and it was specifically about CrossFit at the, at the time, but it, it applies to a lot of different things. Um, pick the bar up when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Don't walk. You know when you when you want to walk, keep running. Uh, don't put it down when you think you want to put it down. Go five more reps. I mean, it's just those little decisions that you make that pushes you into that next mm-hmm. level. You know, and that all comes back to um, your mentality. Yeah, you know the the mental game. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I whenever I'm really focused on trying to be healthy, lose weight, whatever. Um, used to I had to go to the hospital all the time to visit with people and hang mm-hmm. out with them. And there were seasons where I'd be like, I'm taking the elevator, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But then there were my, there were times where I had I want to be healthy, I want to get fit. Take the stairs. And so I'd get there and hit the button in the elevator and say, take the stairs, you know, yeah. and it was all mental. Mm-hmm. It was all mental. 90% of it is. Mm-hmm. 90% of it. But intensity is where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're doing isolation movements or comp or functional fitness movements. I mean, if you can intensely do those isolation movements, you're going to get more benefit out of it than if you do a set of 12 and you rest for five minutes and then you do another set of 12. I mean, if you if you knock out those four sets of 12 in a smaller one window of time over time, that's going to be better than yeah. taking big giant breaks in it. Looking I mean, at yourself yeah. in the mirror while you're sitting on the end of the bench. Or Doing this. <laughs> People can't see you, Brandon. <laughs> flexing my, I'm flexing my biceps. Is that what y'all do, Matt? Uh, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> they sit on the end of the bench and Pose. they look at their phone Posing. and then look up at the mirror. <laughs> Yeah, let's. We gotta talk about that too, right quick. Y'all quit doing that. Nobody wants a gym selfie. How many gym selfies with your, do you take with your a week? headphones on in the uh, mirror? Everybody can see you're just sitting there with your phone. I, I will say that's this. why you have to go to the bathroom to do it, so people can't see you. I haven't seen Matt post a whole bunch of gym selfies. Oh, they're on my phone. They're just not that's posted. Don't say. worry. How many times a week do you take? One? Uh, they're there. Let's just say they're there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, one of the best resources that I've found too, um, kind of like a guy like you, you're saying you want to get into a certain type of training, but you don't know how. Bodybuilding.com, you can go online. And yeah, they got tons plug, of resources. Plug in your goals that you want, and they have so many free training programs that you can go down if it's functional fitness or conventional fitness, mm. and you're not having to sit on a bench in between for 10 minutes. Oh, how do I do the next one? Everything. Yeah. There are videos for you. You can print it out. You can have it on your phone through the app, and you're not having to guess oh i just did a bench press what do i need to do next for my chest everything's yeah. lined out for you that's good and i mean they have eight week programs 12 week programs yeah from, same thing on, from a beginner all the way up to an expert if you've been doing it forever absolutely and same thing on the crossfit side you know crossfit.com is a huge resource i mean they've got all kinds they have a workout every day that they post mm-hmm. on there they have the crossfit journal which mm-hmm. is just goo gobs of years of uh, papers and studies and, and videos motive you know different stories of people and and how functional fitness has helped them in their lives and um, all kinds of resources on crossfit.com mm-hmm. good good source and, like nowadays if if you don't know how to do something or you're worried about how to do something it's just because you hadn't really gone and looked for it yeah because it's out there yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. it, with youtube and and websites and i mean the content is out there to learn how to do it if you really want to learn how to do it yeah yeah end of the day yeah 
that's what I was about to say at the end of the day functional is not better than conventional conventional is mm-hmm. not better than functional it depends on what your goal is you, you set your goal and yep. then do something mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you gotta do absolutely do something so well that's cool it. man Brandon since you're session. since you're back for the first time in a long time why don't you uh, bring it out close it down buddy <laughs> Heath always says uh, peace out and God bless let's let's see yeah, what he's gonna, gonna use, say I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use peace out but I want to say keep moving guys there you go keep moving you've been listening to the fit sessions of the tour 12 podcast if you have topics that you'd like to hear about you can hit Brandon up on his Instagram account or you can email us at feedback at tour 12.com it would mean a lot to our team if you'd rate review and subscribe to the show on iTunes Thanks again for listening to Tour 12.